Safe, Clear, and Empty Drills, episode 262. I am your host, Alpha Mike, and we are transmitting high atop of Florida's Peninsula at 108 feet. In shooting, one of the basic elements that you must practice over and over again is safety. Safety is paramount. In other words, you can do so many safety drills, you get tired of it, but the objective is not to have what's called a negligent discharge. Now, the public likes to call it something else. We're not even going to mention that today because when your finger pulls that trigger and it goes bam, that's called negligence on your part. How to get in contact with us is real easy, radacop.com. You can hear all our episodes from number one all the way to 262 and beyond. RaiderCopNation.com, the official website. We can get more information about future episodes, who we are, what is he got a mustache, what is that on his chin, and what in the world are these guys all about. You can get that information there. We're on social media, on everything, including the little bird. Why? Because everybody else is... Everybody's acting like nothing ever happened on those communist sites. So when in Rome, you do tweets. So we are there. You can find us in all, with the exception of Limkin. We stayed away from that communist regime. But you can find us as Raider Cop, Raider Cop Podcast, or Raider Cop Nation. Hey, I'm telling you this all the time but it's for your own good if you're in the new jersey southern new jersey or philadelphia area and you're looking for good gun training kilo sierra is your guy his information is in the bottom of the show notes and for our great guests that we have that are listening in south florida where in the hell do i go that's what you must be thinking well don't think about it any longer AAAGunSafety.com For the leftists that are listening to the program, I'll spell that out. AAAGunSafety.com I did real slow on the A's. Hopefully you caught up. Next episode, 263, we've got the chief instructor to AAA Gun Safety. Great interview. I encourage you to listen. About 45 minutes long. Boy, we really had the wheels grinding. But we have so much to put on the table for you to listen. And if you're in the Tampa area or Central Florida and you're looking for gun training, give me, drop me a line on RaiderCopNation.com in the contact section. And if I can't do it, I'll find you a good, good instructor. And lastly, trying to get your gun fixed. You don't know where to go. And it was, you know, Uncle Joe's favorite gun. He left it to me, and it looks like crap. Well, I know who can fix it. Pistol Pete the Gunsmith down in Miami. Make that baby look brand new. Knew everything from sights to trigger to you name it. Pistol Pete the Gunsmith. And it's easy. You're not in Miami. Don't panic. Well, I'm not in Miami, so I can't do it. Yes, you can. It's real easy to send a gun legally 
in the mail and call Pistol Pete. He'll explain it to you. Put that bad boy into specifications that you will be proud and you will call, like I call, Pistol Pete, the gunsmith, a friend. It's that easy. His information is down on the bottom of the show notes as well. We are continuing in our Wise Guys series. We just completed two. And we are transitioning in the Lucchese crime family to a little bit of chaos, right? So we went 57, I believe it was, 56, 57 years of great leadership. And we hit a speed bump doing 80 miles an hour. And now the dysfunctional Lucchese family We'll discuss some of that. We're also going to pause and send you back down memory lane every once in a while. All those Lucchese Wise Guy series episodes will continue till the end of the year. And starting in 2022, we will start with the Genovese crime family, or as they're affectionately called in New York, the West Side. So stay tuned to that. The gun series, we continue. This one, real short episode, gun. It's about safety. It's about being prudent when you're handling a gun, safe, clear, and empty. And the importance of these drills and the importance of continuing that mentality will explain on episode 262 today. And we have uh, a lot more shows wrapped up, as I said. Alpha Alpha from AAAGunSafety.com down in Miami is our next episode coming up 263. Fully encourage you. He will be a, a, a co-host as sorts on Radar Cop podcast, and we're happy to have him on board. We got a lot, you know when you talk about guns, nobody's got the answer. It's a multitude of people that have the answer, so. Always keep that in mind. Okay, time to see our dysfunctional uncle, Uncle Joe. Tasha called disturbance of the mental with her bipolar uncle, bipolar. Our first story takes us to negative Nancy Pelosi as she doubles down on the IRS tracking your account. That's right. Negative Nancy believes that a, a minimum balance of $600 is enough to spook on your account and see what the hell you're doing. Because like she recently said in an interview, that way we can catch the cheaters. Now, she wasn't talking about herself. She's talking about every legal-minded American out there. So negative Nancy is doubling down on the stupid by actually saying, well, we can negotiate the balance amount, which is an absurd because... Something tells me that a majority, huge majority of Americans will have at least $600 at one point or another in their account. Giving Uncle Sam the pleasure of opening up the door and looking inside it. Our second story takes us to Dr. Joe Biden. No, not his wife. Uncle Delirious Joe, which says Bill is doing fine. That's right. Uncle Joe gave a diagnosis that Bill Clinton was seriously in a hospital somewhere in Southern California. Some type of urinal tract infection. Nothing major for Bill. Who knows how he got it. But anyway, according to 
President Joe and masquerading as a doctor says he's doing just fine. And we say, who the hell cares? Our third story takes us to the New York City Police Department, which has ordered cops to stand down and do nothing with drug addicts that are shooting up. That's right. Just walk by like you don't even see it. We're not enforcing that crime any longer. Can't make it up, folks. The NYPD has turned into a communist outfit under Bill DeBozo, mayor of the communist city of New York. And our last story, number four, you get a bonus. Superman opts out of the American way. You remember when you were a kid? Truth, justice, and the American way. Well, he's opting out. No more. American way for Superman. You see, Superman recently has tippy-toed into the closet where a small little thumbprint was seen, footprint was actually seen in a shadow. And slowly, the entire foot was emerged. Yes, the son of Superman, I don't even know where we're going anymore, came out of the closet. But that's not only. He's also woke. So he is out of the closet, woke, and he's dropping the American way. No need for that. Now, maybe we could say the woke way or truth, justice, and the Bolshevik way. I don't know. While DC Comics continues to crap on all our legendary heroes when we were a kid, they will be removing the American way from their comic strips and their movies. And you wonder why Captain America got his. Yes, folks, the nation that we so much loved is turned to crap under the administration of Joe, Amakami, Biden, and Camilla. Now you see me, now you don't, Harris. We are going straight to the toilet. You know, in some of these communist countries, they eat out of a garbage can. If we continue like this, we might not even have the garbage can. So, there you have it. Depressing stories, I know. Nothing good for you to hear here. And this week, we gave you the extra one. And not because we wanted to, but it's just a shame what they're doing to our heroes. You see, the plan of the left is to destroy America at every turn, every fabric, from what your kids, what you used to watch and I used to watch as kids, to what kids are going to watch today. What we learned in school is being thrown out for a new curriculum. It's all about making America worse again. Never to come back from the era of Donald J. Trump. The question is, will America survive? Will Americans actually grow a pair? Will they continue to be silent, sucking their thumbs? and having their other thumb enlarged in another office. Confusing those two thumbs could be critical. 
but it's important that the Americans start to slowly stand up and clear their throat to get ready to start screaming and yelling, what in the F is going on? Because if you love your country, if you love your grandchildren, if you love your children, and you want to save this great nation, it's time to be vocal. And there you have it, living in the Bolshevik states of woke. Depressing, I know, but it's time to move the hips, get the left and right, back and forth, that's it, get in the mood. I got the joke for you. I looked it up myself, and you are going to be pleased that I did. So, now, sometimes these jokes take a little while to really digest. That's okay. You'll pick it up maybe later on in the podcast. So, today's joke, without any other ado, is, here we go. This is a pointless joke. What is pointless? To tell a bald guy a hair-raising story. I guess you're hair follicle challenge and now you want to get upset at me today's episode 262 safe clear and empty drills will dive in as soon as the clown gets to figure out which thumb is supposed to go where and drags his horn clear across the floor to give us episode 262 Here we go, episode 262, Safe, Clear, and Empty Drills, part of the gun series on Radio Cop Podcast that we bring you twice a month, and we're happy to do so. So let's take out our crayons and our cardboard boxes, go through our outline for this episode. We will start off with the first one, which is Know Your Gun. Our second one is Safety. Third, clearing the gun. Number four, remove all rounds from the area. Number five, the boogie finger. Number six, visual check inspection. Number seven, never point a gun at anything you don't intend to destroy. And number eight, drills. The importance of practicing on a constant basis safety drills cannot be emphasized enough. 
But during my career as a firearms law enforcement firearms uh, instructor, I saw a lot of horror stories. But they weren't particularly coming from my agency or what we like to call Range 1. They would come from Range 2, which was another agency. Of course, we'll not mention the names to protect the innocent. But I remember as a young instructor once being told, hey, can you swing over to Range 2 and give them a hand? They're down some instructors. And I said, be right there. Couldn't wait to get there. And when I got there, it was a horror show. They did nothing like we did on Range 1. It was a nonchalant shoot, talk, wave guns around in the air, and then holster. I came back and went back to Range 1 as the guys on Range 1 were smiling because they knew the horror that I had just witnessed. That had been ingrained in Range 2's mentality. This is perfectly fine. During my career at Range 2, I saw such feats as shooting with a umbrella opened, a metal umbrella, while it was raining. I saw other things that would leave a NRA range master blind, deaf and speechless. But range one, where I had come from, our protocols of safety were ingrained in our everyday from inception. The term safe, clear, and empty was repeated over and over in our heads. There was no doubt what we were expected to do. And we were expected to be conscious that we would not have a negligent disfire. So it was so ingrained in us that I'm sure even today it continues. The safety practices didn't mean there would not be a negligent discharge, but what it did mean is when it happened, it would happen less frequent on range one than anywhere else, and if it did on range one, it would have been a novice shooter because the more experienced shooters had heard over and over safe, clear, and empty. We moved in elegance as we moved about the range. And here I was, a naive instructor when I started, thinking the world must be doing this, only to look down range at range two and see a horror, a horror film. It's a true story. So here we go. Let's start off with our first one, which is 
know your gun. It is useless if you don't know how to operate your gun. A lot of people like to buy guns because they're cool. But the mechanics of that gun. My last weapon that I brought was a none of your business Smith & Western. And in that model, in that uh, frame of gun, it came with either a safety or no safety. And I told the sales guy, I don't need a safety. The sales guy told me, are you sure? Oh, yeah, I'm sure. I know what I'm doing. So if I would have opted for that safety, I would have had to train with that safety. During my career as a firearms instructor, there was an incident that occurred in my agency where an officer was off-duty in GameStops. He was browsing through, looking for some cool new games, when all of a sudden, in the daylight hours, three masked men pointing guns and AK-47s entered the store, screaming, hands up, give me all your money. Well, our neighborhood-friendly off-duty officer had his weapon in the small of his back. Now, he chose at that time, I'm not going down as a victim. You see, the bad guys had ordered everybody's wallet and cell phone, and he knew that inside his wallet was his identification and his off-duty badge. So, when he saw the opportunity, he went for the small of his back, he pulled out his weapon, and he pointed it at the first bad guy, and he said, don't move, and they were kind of moving their guns in, their, in his direction, and he went click. He had forgot to disengage the safety from his Beretta. Well, one of the bad guys shot one or oh, two rounds up in the ceiling of Game Store with their AK-47 as they all three fled from the store. They didn't engage because they feared the guy with the gun that didn't know how to operate the gun. When on-duty officers arrived to the scene, they wrote in the narrative of their report, officers should re retain remedial training on how to operate their weapon. And lo and behold, soon enough, there he was on range one, learning how to engage and disengage his safety a gazillion times. It was an experience he will never forget, but it could have cost him his life. So he shouldn't be upset at us because we're teaching him the right way. All right, number two, safety. Always know the status of your gun. You should never pick up your gun and say, I wonder if it's loaded as you're looking down the barrel. You should always know the status of your weapon. But let's say you forgot your vitamins and you're over 50 and you had that blunder, you're not sure. Your weapon should have certain features on it that indicate 
that there's a round in the chamber. If you didn't read your manual, like millions of Americans don't, then you're going to have to do a safe, clear, and empty drill. You're going to point that bad boy in a direction that will cause the least amount of damage. And you will keep your trigger finger, or AKA, better known as the, well, I'll let you know later. And you're going to, this is for semi-automatics. We're going to bring that slide back and we're going to eject that round from the muzzle or the barrel. And we're going to put it in the lock position, look in, inspect it, maybe put a little finger in there to make sure there's no round. Hey, and if you got a buddy, you might want to include them in the, hey, you see anything in there? And if they tell you no, we're almost there. You're going to now slide the slide forward and you should be safe. You could, at this point, in a safe manner and pointing in a safe direction, which means something you don't want to kill or destroy, press the trigger. It should go click and nothing happens because you've done the safe, clear, and empty drill. So this is a drill that you should do. But in today's gun carrying crew, there are people that cannot pull the slide back in the locked position. It's true. No strength. Don't know how to do it. Now, an experienced firearms instructor will show you some body mechanics in order to get that done. Push-pull and some other techniques that we can't show you because this is not video, but guaranteed they work. The muzzle will be pointing down range during this time frame, and what will move is your body. Your feet will be switched in a different position where, let's say, your righty, your right foot would be totally extended backwards with your toes pointing towards the right. You'd be in such an angle that that muzzle should be pointing down range, and now you're ready to safely do the drill of safe, clear, and empty. There are other techniques on how to get that slide to go back. So knowing the status of your gun and knowing how to operate your gun is a very important feature. Clearing the gun. We just went through the whole aspect of clearing. But again, the clearing no matter where you are. Now, there have been times in my law enforcement career where officers entering the jail system had to take out their weapons and make them safe, clear, empty. But sometimes during those three steps, you would hear bang. And that would be called negligent discharge. We want you to take out the rounds. We don't want you to engage your trigger finger in that process because it would be noisy and could be dangerous. Clearing the gun is an everyday practice. We'll 
you really shouldn't have your gun loaded 24-7 forever in eternity. There should be a process where you take out the magazine, clear the weapon, reload the weapon. The spring inside the magazine, you want to make that kind of workable, not just standing in a stiff position. It will do you good. The drill every day make you better and make your equipment function a lot better too. Removing all rounds from the area. How important is that? Critical. If we're going to do drills with a safe, clear, and empty gun, we don't want rounds in the area. Put them in your safe. Put them in another room. Why? Things happen. People load things. They forget. Phone call rings. Somebody has distracted you for one critical second, and all of a sudden, it's loaded. And you're going back into your drill cycle. So removing the rounds from the area when you're in home, that is a part of your training too. You can practice, okay, at home with no rounds. Engaging a target, taking the weapon out of your holster. Remember, you need to do this safe, clear, and empty. And you can repeat this process over and over and over again. These drills will make you better. But before you engage in any drill, it's important to engage in the most important one, which is safe, clear, and empty. You're catching on. The boogie finger. This is the finger that is an explorer. It has been seen in nostrils worldwide, digging and tunneling in for things inside the nostril. It sometimes is accompanied by the thumb if they find, if there is a find. But mostly the index finger, better known as the boogie finger, is on its own. We don't want the boogie finger, better known as the index finger, anywhere near the trigger when we're doing safe, clear, and empty. You see, the boogie finger has the potential of making an explosion. Most likely, you're not going to stick your pinky in there and make a boom. It could happen, but it's not normal. Or your thumbs. Not normal. You might have them enlarged somewhere else, but not near the trigger guard. But the boogie finger not only has it been stuck in people's nostrils, it's been known to catch on a trigger accidentally, but it's called negligent. Remember, not accidentally. Visual check inspection. Do your safe, clear, and empty drills by looking, inspecting, getting in the habit. Just don't say the round came out, I saw it land, bump up, ba, I'm empty. Take a finger, maybe a pinky finger, not the index finger. We're going to switch fingers and put it down the barrel. See if it feels something. Don't feel nothing. You're on the road to a safe, clear, and empty gun. But if you do feel something, stop, hold, don't move. We need to do a visual. Let's look. 
look with our eyes. Very important in your safety protocols that you use your eyes. Also, I also recommend highly, because I've seen it, to use your eyes while shooting. I've seen, yes, I have, people close both eyes doing shooting. But it's better to try to leave at least one open. It's going to do you a lot better. Lastly, never point a gun at anything you don't intend to destroy. Regardless of the status of the weapon, oh, it's empty. Get in the habit of pointing that muzzle in a safe direction. Sometimes you'll see guys on YouTube and they won't point their gun directly into the camera. Some people might think this is foolish. What, are they going to shoot me through the lens? No, it's a habit. And you should practice that habit always because it makes you a more conscious safety shooter. Doing this on an everyday is like tying your shoelaces, riding a bicycle, brushing your teeth, changing your underwear. Okay, maybe some of our listeners don't practice all those at the same time, but getting into the habit of doing this on an everyday drill will make you a more conscious safety gun owner. Second Amendment owners cannot be criticized one bit by the left because our boogie finger got in the way of the trigger or we forgot to look down the barrel or in the muzzle to, for whatever reason, you shouldn't be doing that. So you want to be conscious because those leftist liberals are watching us like hawks. They don't know too much about guns. Just ask Uncle Joe, you know, the AR-14s. And he'll tell you. They'll all tell you. These are dangerous guns. They can go off at any time. They can kill mass people. They don't need an operator. They can do it on their own. So you need to be very careful. Lastly, our last point, drills. Once you've achieved the safe, clear, and empty, and I would like to say mastered it, you want to also know that you have the ability to do a safe, clear, empty drill quicker, quickly, faster, because you might have to do it in combat. You want to also make sure that all your weapons that are in your arsenal are a part of your safe, clear, and empty drills. There's a big difference in maybe doing a safe, clear, empty drill on a Glock than there might be on a Beretta. Not necessarily because of the mechanics of it, just slightly on the mechanics, but because you might be more prone in using the Glock than the Beretta. So you want to make sure that every one of your weapons is in that repertoire. Now, that also includes shotguns and rifles. Now, shotguns, I have seen real interesting ways to take the shells out. And obviously, at some point, it was missing an instructor. But I'm not going to get into the weeds on that one because that will confuse you. If you're not too sure on any weapon on how to clear it, seek someone that has higher knowledge than you in playing with guns before you hear 
that critical blast that could scare the pants off of anybody. All right, so here are some rules that we always need to remember when we're dealing with gun safety. Know your target and what is beyond. Even when you get ready to shoot, you want to take a glance what's beyond my target. Is there anything moving back there? You just don't want to just start shooting. I I was looking at my target. I didn't see the person standing behind it. So know your target and what is beyond. Know how to use your gun safely. We've discussed this and that's so important. Be sure the gun is safe to operate. It goes bang when it's supposed to go bang. If it's not going bang and you constantly have to reload it, hey, you might want to put that bad boy off to the side. There's some type of mechanism that you might not understand and you're going to get somebody competent like Pistol Pete the Gunsmith to take a look at it or a range instructor. But if you're not too sure, get higher authority to take a look at it. Use only the correct ammunition for your gun. This is a big one. Uh, Now with the shortage of ammo, people are desperate. Anything that says 9mm or 40mm, whatever they're carrying, yeah, yeah, that's good, yeah. It's like a a 26 grain, it don't matter, I'll put it in there. I don't don't even think it's lead. I think it's made out of crayon. I'll I'll put it in there. So you want to make sure that you're within the specs of your manufacturer's guide because you might damage your gun with some real screwy type of ammo. And you don't want to get into the habit of doing that, especially when you start running some of these reload type of things. So make sure... You're reading your manufacturer's guide on what type of ammo you should be loading in your gun, whether it's for duty or practice. Wear eye and ear protection. Eyes and ears very important. You want to protect your eyes, and you want to make sure that the lens that you're going to use wraps around the corner of your eyes and also may cover the top of your eyes by your eyebrow. Why? I've seen shell casings which have gone up in the air, landed in between glass and uh, the top of the eye of a shooter or the eyelash or eyebrow and has permanently burned the person with a third degree burn. So make sure you get that protection. Your eye protection is really covering. Your ear protection You want to use some real good ear protection, okay? Now, I recommend ear protection that has sort of a microphone in it that you can hear. You don't want to go so deaf that you can't hear the range instructor saying, no, stupid. You want to make sure you can hear some um, somebody talking. So don't be cheap on your protective equipment of eyes and ears because it can cost you in the long run. You know, you will lose your hearing if you're not really using protection, ear protection, because you think it's fun, shits and giggles. Well, you're in a real combat situation. Hey, if it's practice, you want to protect your eyes and your ears. They're very crucial in the fight. If it's a 
combat situation, there's no time to get eyes and ears. It's totally understandable. But don't be a superhero every day now. Okay? So let's continue looking through our list here. And never use alcohol, over-the-counter drugs, or prescription drugs before or while shooting. Now, some people, they just take medication on an everyday status. No problem. But you want to get that practice session in before you have to take the uh, narcotic. Read the medication label and see if it doesn't make me drowsy, doesn't make me this. Even if it doesn't affect you, it doesn't do anything to me. But the label says can cause drowsiness and there is a negligent discharge causing injury. You can rest assured that the lawyers are coming to get you. And you can tell them that story about that medication doesn't make me drowsy. It's not going to work because you didn't read the label on the medication. And you didn't know your gun safety procedures. So they don't mix. Don't drink and carry a gun. I stopped drinking many, many moons ago. Don't touch this stuff. Why? My right to carry a firearm is more important to me than getting sauced. Store your guns so that they're not accessible to unauthorized persons, especially minors. Keep them in a safe or keep them in a locked area. You want to make sure that when you're not around, nobody has access to that area or that gun. This is crucial. And I would also throw in your rounds, your bullets, anything that might be tempting. A magazine. Well, it was not my gun, it was a magazine. Because it might be tempting to somebody else that might be a little small to take that magazine and try to insert it somewhere else in the future. While you look desperately for your magazine. It was here yesterday, I don't know where it is today. Because you might find it because somebody knocked on your door to tell you, is this yours? So, store your guns so that they're not accessible to unauthorized people. Who's the only authorized person to touch your guns? You. And, of course, keep your gun always cleaned after you shoot by keeping your weapon safe, clear and empty. No more bullets, no more threats. Disassemble your gun, learn how to do that, and how to clean your gun. A, a good, clean gun means a safe, clean gun. Up next, the interview that I have been waiting for and I'm totally recommending to you. Chief Instructor of AAA Gun Safety on episode 263. He... Alpha Alpha will come on our show. It's a 40, 45-minute interview. We talked about his uh, past career, his training up to opening up the doors of AAA gun safety, his mindset on training, how he goes about every class, and what is his vision on the future of with AAA gun safety. I'm excited and you should be too. I've known this individual, the 
chief instructor to AAA gun safety, I would say better part of almost 30 years now. And he's a go-getter. So I am fully confident in recommending him to train you, just like I am Kilo Sierra. There are no better people out there than these two. Of course, there's always Pistol Pete. He's always, I don't know, a pedestal above everybody. I love Pistol Pete. So keep that into mind. All right, now we're going to turn into the word of the week. We're going to turn to the book of Revelations. And um, whenever you hear about the book of Revelations, it's talking about some serious times ahead. We're going to uh, switch to chapter 5 of the book of Revelations. Verse 13, and it says, And every creature which is in heaven and on earth and under the earth and such as are in the sea and all they are in them, I heard saying, Blessings and honor and glory and power be to him who sits on the throne and the Lamb for forever and ever. Then the four living creatures said, Amen, and the 24 elders fell down and worshiped him who lives forever and ever. It's important to know the end of the story as we navigate towards the last days. If you want to be part of the winning team that I just read, this is not a DC comic that's confused and all of a sudden became woke. There's no wokeness here. God's on point. And he's talking about the final days and the final outcome is victory in him that sent us. As always, continue to pray for yourself because we need you in the game. And don't forget... Test everything. Hold fast what is good. I did say last episode, I talk about it. It has slipped my mind, but I'm putting up the verse, which is 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 21. Test all things. Hold fast what is good. Or test everything. It's what the scripture says. God's word has something good for you. But more on that in the AWOL series. And don't forget the Trick or Treat series, October 31st. We're building that. We're putting that together. It's going to be an eye-opener. We've got to do some homework. And we're going to start doing their verses on the next couple of uh, episodes. We're going to start talking about those verses to build you up to October 31st. While the world does trick or treat, we're just going to give you treat. There's no tricks. Don't forget, keep yourself in prayer. We need you in the game. This is Alpha Mike, and I'm out.
Shepherd.